When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hello, chefs. You're listening to Chef's PSA Podcast. I'm your host, Andre Natera. On today's episode, we are going to talk about the worst services ever, what causes them, and uh, how to look out for them. There's, there's no way to prevent them, but we'll talk about what are the warning signs that you're probably going to have a pretty rough night. So before we get into the show, I just want to start with an update on some of the things that I've been working on. The first one that I want to share with you is there's merch. Um, You could buy it uh, straight from my Instagram account. What I'm going to do with the merch, because a lot of people have been saying, oh, you need to create some merch off these uh, chef's PSAs. Um, So I I put up the first first line of merch, which is uh, a mug and a couple different shirts, um, and then there's going to be, you know, the chef's PSA for the month. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to run these for 30 days, then they're done. And then I'll put up a new, uh, chef's PSA shirt, mug, etc. Um, so that way, if you're interested in supporting the show, that's a good way to support us and what we're doing. So there's new merch. You can find it on the store right there linked to the chef's PSA Instagram. The other thing that I'm working on is I have a book coming out. So, um, I'm working on a book chef's PSA, uh, leadership fundamentals, which I'm going to take people through. Um, you know, if you're a new executive chef or you're a new chef to cuisine, uh, what do you need to know about running a kitchen that you may not know? So we'll cover everything from, you know, intro to food cost, uh, labor cost, um, how to organize your kitchen management principles, how to negotiate, how to strategize and build a hierarchy within your team. So I'm working on that. I'm actually in the editing process. I'm hoping to have it wrapped up within about 30 days or so, and then I'll be able to share with the world. Most likely, the original Chef's PSA book, I'm going to update that as well, expand it, maybe take out a couple of the PSAs that um, maybe I don't agree with anymore as my opinion on things has changed um, because, you know, I, I think... Um, I I think I talked something about Guy Fieri and, uh, you know, my Instagram account was banned last week. And I think maybe, uh, maybe the Guy Fieri fans came after me. Who knows? I don't know why I was banned. Someone probably reported me for some stupid shit I said. Anyway, I I hope people understand that it's all, um, it all comes from a good place. Don't go ban my account again. But if you, but if I do get banned, you can find me on TikTok um, Twitter, so on and so forth. I'm on all the social media platforms. So now let's talk about bad service. And we've all been there. We've all had those really shitty services where the wheels fall off the bus 
and you don't know how you're going to make it through the shift and you're looking at your your other colleagues on the line and you're thinking how the fuck are we going to make it out of this i think we're all going to go down or we're all going to get fired there's no way that we're going to have a successful service we've all been there and what's interesting to me is that every chef that you talk to has a very similar you know worst service ever but what causes those worst services ever are usually the same across all kitchens. It's, it's usually can be traced back to just a couple of things like weather anomalies, people calling off, um, being unprepared for service, the restaurant gets sat and uh, you were expecting a slow night. So when these things happen, everything starts to go wrong. So I just want to kind of talk about what some of my experiences have been with worst services ever. And um, I'll start out with the absolute worst services I've ever had. And in both cases, they were due to weather anomalies. And so what I mean by that is like, it could be pouring rain outside. And if you're in a hotel, if it's pouring rain outside, that's usually a bad sign for the hotel if people are trapped and they can't go anywhere. So in, in, a, in a situation you might have, let's say a thousand room hotel, and your restaurant is going to get slammed or your room service kitchen is going to get slammed because people are hungry. They need to eat, but they can't go anywhere. So everyone is ordering in the hotel. So rain sucks. Your room service line is going to get smashed. The other thing that sucks is snow and the absolute worst services I've ever had in my career. There's two both have to do with snow days. So the first one is we had a, um, in Texas, we had like this winter apocalypse, um, couple of years back where the whole city shut down and the roads were full of ice and people were calling off and everyone was trapped and they couldn't leave. And in the kitchen, we were just pumping out so much food. The tickets were hanging. Uh, we didn't know what was going on. The cooks were going delirious. Um, it was, it was an absolute wild time, but you know, the weather caused that. And the reason the weather caused that is because it's, it's compounded by cooks that can't make it to work and people that can't leave and everyone's hungry and there's nothing to do and there's nowhere to go. So everyone just starts ordering food. The other extremely terrible service that I had that was caused by weather was, um, I was the chef of a restaurant in, uh, in Dallas and, and, uh, we had a movie theater right next to the restaurant where I was the chef and it was a snow day. And I thought, well, we're not going to do any business. It's a snow day. I already had a couple of call offs. I figured no one's going to come into the restaurant if the roads are bad and, uh, and it's snowing. Well, it was stupid on my part. So I, I call up my sous chef and I was like, eh, I'll work the grill. I know everyone's called off. I'll work the grill, but I'm running late because obviously, uh, I'm not too worried about it. So I'm thinking it's going to be an easy day and the roads are a little bad. So I'm taking my time driving in. Um, but but I completely miscalculated because next door to the restaurant was a movie theater and the movie theater was showing frozen and it's snow day. So all the kids are out of school. So all the parents decided that they were going to go watch frozen with their kids and there was nowhere to eat and we're the restaurant that's open. So uh, not only am I unprepared because I've had call-offs and I think it's going to be an easy day, but then the entire restaurant gets sat with all these people that are going to the movie theater to go watch Frozen. And it was like, oh shit, talk, talk about a disaster. It was honestly, it was probably the worst service I've, uh, that I've ever had. 
Uh, and then to top it off, I'm on the grill, which in that particular restaurant was the hardest station. But I thought, you know, I, I thought it was, I thought it was, you know, being a, a noble chef, I'll take the hard station. You know, it's going to be a slow day. I'll, I'll work the grill. Uh, what a stupid, stupid mistake I made that day. It was maybe the worst service I've ever had. Anyway, something else that causes really bad services. And for those people that work in bigger restaurants, and if you, if you have a kitchen that kind of doesn't have, you know, I know it's very trendy right now to have open kitchens so you can see what's going on. Well, sometimes you're not in an open kitchen, so you don't know what's going on. And there's been a lull in service and you think it's going to be a slow night. So what happens on slow nights? You know, the cooks start goofing off. They start telling jokes, whatever. But their, their head is not in the game. They don't think it's going to be busy because for the last couple of hours, it's been slow. Then all of a sudden, the restaurant gets sat entirely. And you're unaware. You're unaware of this in the kitchen. And then before you know it, the machine starts going off and it just doesn't stop. And you're like, where is this coming from? Why did no one inform us? And the worst thing is, is like, you know, the hostess didn't come back and tell you that they were, uh, that they sat the entire dining room or the manager didn't come back and tell you that they sat the entire dining room. But that was compounded and made worse by the fact that the, the servers pocketed all the tickets and then rang everything in at once. So now you got this like massive, you know, tickets to the floor, trying to call out orders, trying to figure out where you're at. And, uh, and then they come, you know, the servers are coming back 10 minutes later is, you know, is my food ready? It's like, shit, what, what do you, which ticket? Like you just rang in 50 tickets at once. I had, why didn't anyone tell us that the restaurant was set? Um, so, <laughs> you know, th th this happens and, and then of course it's going to be worse because it's, you know, the tickets are to the floor and you, you know, you're looking at like the first 10 tickets in front of you and you have no idea what the next 50 behind it are. And like I said, you were planning for a slow night. And then, you know, one of the cooks looks up at you and says, I don't know what I have hanging, but I'm telling you I'm out of fish. And you're like, fuck, what do you mean you're out of fish? Like, yeah, I have, I have 10 right here and I've sold them all and I have no idea what's hanging there. And so it's like, oh shit. Now, not only do you know that you, you don't have enough, but now you gotta, you gotta, you don't even know what's hanging. So then you're, you go and you, you scramble and you look through and it's like, okay, I got 15 more fish. And you go tell the server, by the way, these 15 people, you need to go tell them that there's no fish. And it just starts this downward spiral of chaos and, you know, angry swearing. Uh, <laughs> you, you think you're, you're contemplating, should I just quit? Should I just should I just walk off the line right now? Should I just leave my job because I think I'm going to get fired because things have gone so bad? Like that is what causes the worst services ever. When and and it doesn't even have to be that, you know, the entire restaurant was sad. It's it's one of the cooks sometimes like, "Hey, I don't have those orders." And they tell you after the fact that they need a 86 something because, you know, they didn't check their mise en place. Again, it's one of those things that like if, if people aren't checking their mise en place and know where they're at for service, it could really screw you and send you uh, and the whole team into chaos, into this downward spiral. Then there's the staffing issue. And the staffing issue normally comes in two ways. Either you didn't schedule enough people uh, or people have called off. I, actually, I should say three or they quit. Um, and nothing is worse than when you're in the middle of service and you know, sometimes I, I put these PSAs up, like don't call off on your birthday or, you know, everyone knows you're lying. The reason I say that is because I'm not sure, especially if you're a new cook, I'm not sure if you understand 
how chaotic things can be when one person doesn't show up. And if you're in a smaller kitchen, it gets even worse. You know, the bigger the kitchen, it's not as bad. But if if you're in a small kitchen and you know maybe there's only three cooks and it's busy, if one of those cooks doesn't show up, you're working extremely hard to make sure that everyone gets fed and that the food is good and consistent. It's It's a very chaotic thing when someone doesn't show up, especially when you expect them to, if you're not, if you're not planning for them, um, to, to be there, someone calling off throws everything into this downward spiral of chaos. But sometimes that happens in the middle of service. So, um, sometimes people, I mean, I've seen it happen, right? Uh, people get fired in the middle of service. Like, you know, they're, they, they do something stupid and it, you know, there's a rail of tickets and like, you know what, you're done, go home. You're, you're not coming back. Or they fire themselves and say, you know what? I'm done. I'm going home. I'm not coming back. This is, this is too much. Um, and so you have a full rail of tickets and the person's station was just abandoned for whatever reason, either by, uh, by you getting rid of them or by them getting rid of themselves. And you're like, shit, where are they? How do we recover from this? And again, downward spiral, chaotic kitchen. How do you get out of it? And the reality is there is no getting out of it. The last one I want to talk about is like downward spiral by your own doing, usually caused by like the chef or the sous chef. Well, I'll give you an example of what I mean. So the sous chef says, hey, it's my birthday. I want to take Friday off. And you're feeling generous as the chef. And you're like, yeah, take, take Friday off. Um, no big deal. You want to be nice. I'll, I'll cover for you. Um, so you're doing your job and you're doing the sous chef's job. But he's better at his job than you are, right? So I, I think people need to understand that. It's like, just because you're the executive chef doesn't mean that you're good at everyone's job. It's probably been a long time since you've been doing those other jobs. So it's not that you can't do them. You're just not going to be as efficient as the sous chef who does that day in and day out, whatever those tasks may be. So the sous chef takes the day off because it's his birthday. But in this particular case, the sous chef also wrote the schedule. So the sous chef gave their best friend off who happens to be your best grill cook. And you show up ready to run service and you're like, wait, my sous chef is off and my best cook is off because they're out partying together. And then, uh, so you're rusty and your best two guys are off and then the restaurant's extremely busy because it's the weekend. Same thing, downward spiral, chaotic. And like, why the fuck did I do this to myself? Why did I agree to have him take off? And why didn't I check the schedule? So chefs out there, when your, shoes, when your sous chef is uh, writing the schedule and taking time off, you better check what they're writing uh, I've learned that lesson one too many times. And then of course, there's the downward spiral created by the egotistical chef. So some, some, I'll give you an example of what I mean. Like sometimes you create dishes um, and, and you're punching above your weight. Like the type of restaurant that you have shouldn't be serving food that complicated. Um, you know, maybe you're, you know, you're, you're just like in a gastro pub, but you're trying to pump out Michelin star food because, you know, you have, you have this young hungry chef that wants to, wants to show what they, what they know. And, you know, I'm going to do this food. Um, and you're like serving the wrong food for the environment. Like you have four line cooks, but they're doing food in restaurants that normally have 20 or 30. And you're thinking, why the fuck are you, why, why, why are you doing this? And so then that order comes in because it's a good special and the kitchen gets backed up because, you know, the most difficult dish, the Michelin star dish that you wanted on the menu is coming off the station for, you know, the greenest cook. And they're like putting dots and you're like, hurry up. What, what's taking so long? It's like, well, I, I got to get the dots perfect, chef. And you're like, but the you know, the funny thing is, it's like, it's not even in, like a Michelin star dish. It's, it's like, you know, uh, 
coconut shrimp with like chipotle fluid gel dots and you're like why the fuck are you serving this in the restaurant like no one cares anyway i'm 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 busting balls but that happens right you're punching above your weight and you start designing food that that puts everyone else in the weeds because uh you don't realize how complicated it is because you want to do cool food um be smart about it anyway those are the warning signs like if you start seeing that happening, the best thing you do is like bite down on your mouthpiece. It's going to be a tough night, but there is no stopping it. It's coming regardless. So I could tell you, we've all been through those bad services. Do not quit. If you're a cook listening to this, do not quit on those bad services. It will be better tomorrow. At the end of those uh, terrible services, everyone has a beer or they have a drink and they, they say, oh man, that was rough. And they all laugh about it later. And it's a great memory, but it does break a lot of people. So, you know, don't walk off the job. If you're the chef, as tempted as you are, don't fire anyone during those bad services. You all will get through it. Well, anyway, um, that wraps up today's uh, PSA podcast. You could support the show. Um, Follow us on all our social channels. So uh, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube, Chef's PSA. Um, We're on all those platforms. If you haven't yet... And shame on you if you haven't. Make sure you give us five stars here on Spotify um, because it's a five-star podcast. Anything less than that would make you a liar. And so you have two choices. You could either be honest and give us five stars or you could be a liar. So um, don't be a liar. And then, you know, as we talked about earlier, there's some merch. You could donate to the show. There's a link um, right there in, in in the show notes in Spotify. Um, and then of course you could buy chef's PSA, the book, which is available on Amazon and audible. Thank you all very much. See you next week. Hit the porno music.